Okay. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com. everyone and welcome to Navy Wife Radio. We have a special show planned for you. Tonight we have the creator of Hey Shipwreck, Pat Rabby, joining us. He just released his first episode of the second season, so he'll be on the show here in a little bit. And this is Yay. Wendy and I'm here with Marie and with Jessica. Hey girls. Hello. Hey Wendy, how are you? Hi Jessica. Hello. Hello. Hey ladies. You know, I wish we had an applause button. I know. But I <laughs> well or at least some whistles. I know, I was going, woo! Yeah, I can't do it the way. That, no, it just doesn't sound well when I do it. We need some buttons. Well, you know. We'll work on that. I'll go look for some buttons. Well, I can't do it. I don't have my little, my computer's still broken. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Well, for everyone who's listening to us new tonight and they've never listened to our show, we're so happy to have you with us live. Um, Marie has up uh, Yahoo, I believe. And AOL. And AOL, our screen name is Navy Wife Radio, so you can instant message us um, during our live show. If you're listening to us in the archives or on the demand channel, you can uh, request to be our friend, and we will add you. And you'll and you can always message us with your questions or comments about the show. That's Navy Wife Radio, both on Yahoo and America Online. And tonight, if you want to, Pat's going to take your calls. We're going to chat with him for a little bit, but then we'll open the phone lines up. So if you're listening and you have a question for him, I'm sure he wants to talk to you. So you can call us, and our number is 646-652-4629. Just remember OPSEC, OPSEC and uh, who wants to do the OPSEC stuff? <laughs> it's going to be a long night. I know. OPSEC. <laughs> is somebody drinking triple sec? I don't want to say that I'm having a drink, but I, apparently mine isn't as good as yours. <laughs> so, all right. Oh, and if you're doing, okay, go ahead. Do you do the upset stuff, Marie? Or um, no discussion of boat movement, boat names, names in conjunction with the boat. Please remember to not uh, to only give us your first name when calling in. Uh, do not list your husband's name in conjunction with the boat or your last name. Um, and also, please remember, no hate and discontent. Be polite. Use your manners. <laughs> Is that good? That's right. Sounds good. Pretty much don't talk about anything your husband does, what his uniform color is, anything on his uniform medals, anything pretty and shiny. We don't want to hear about that. We just want to hear about you. That's right. That's right. And if you've never listened to our show, we spend the first few minutes or so talking about our week and what we've been up to since the last show a week ago. And we talk about any favorite things that we've discovered, anything in the news that comes to mind, <laughs> and um and then once Uh-oh. we're done with that, our second segment, <laughs> Pat will be on the line. I, I think Jessica's getting to know us. <laughs> she can hear me while you're talking, and we're causing problems already. Because you said anything in the news, and I started giggling, and she goes, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh-oh is right. Have you seen uh-oh is right. Yet? Okay. Uh, Marie, well, let me ask an admin question. Have you been over to MySpace? Are that's what I'm trying to do message? right now. I'm putting up a message, okay. though, on all of our Yahoo, and I was over it, and I put out one message, but I need to go back and do another one. Okay. For the other, because we have more than one page, and oh, yeah. So just... you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com/slash Navy Wife Radio. 
That's our MySpace page. We're trying to get everything moved to that page. Our other one is, what's our other page? The Subwise. Submarine Wife. I'm sorry. I don't have it up. <laughs> I know just it's give really, me a second. Just go to Navy Wife Radio, yeah. You know, MySpace. I just Google it. Now. Don't we have that on our website? Yeah, we do. So if you go to mymilitarylife.wordpress.com, you will find the links there. Yeah, to our MySpace page. So for everyone that's coming over right now from those messages we're posting on the bulletin board, welcome to our live show. We're very happy to have you. Um, okay, so today uh, is Tuesday, April 15th, and for everyone who procrastinated and did their taxes late, like me, <laughs> thank you for listening to us live. Maybe you're doing your taxes right now. You could be. You could be oh, gosh, I hope us. not. I don't want to be blamed for their mistakes. Oh, now there people can multitask. Uh-huh. Fact, well, these are military spouses. They can. Oh, yeah. Task. What if their husbands are doing their taxes with them? Oh, that's not good. See? We'll bring Pat on. We'll be a distraction. Just oh, don't God. blame us. Yeah, don't blame us. So <laughs> the last, let's just, I'll give the disclaimer. I was up late last night finishing our taxes, and so I that's didn't That's what you were doing. Yes. And so tonight for dinner was, we ordered the Papa John's 1040 special. And the pizza that they called it was the Procrustinator. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is that crazy or what? That's so they funny. suckered Craig right in, and he so he ordered the Procrustinator pizza. Procrustinator. Sorry, that's <laughs> funny. So, yes, maybe you're doing your taxes as we're on the air live, so we'll keep you company. Yep, so. Sounds good. Well, I'm posting stuff right now over on MySpace. It's taking me just a second, but... We have all these new friends requests too. So yeah, I would my post it on mine, but uh, mine got hacked this week. <gasps> what? Oh, yeah, no. Let's I've got to try to that. see if I can salvage what I can salvage from it. Well, I didn't get any because I know you're on my uh, you're on my what list. I didn't get any crazy stuff. No, it just uh, when I log in, it uh, everything's all weird and it won't let you do anything or. Nothing. Oh man. Oh, so for Wendy, so you don't know this, but a lot of times our MySpace, is, MySpace um, has a problem right now with being hacked. And I guess it's because maybe our, I don't know, is it because our passwords aren't good enough or what? Mine hasn't well, been hacked yet. Just, are you talking about your MySpace page or your blog? Just the MySpace. Oh, okay, okay. Cause but I'm people, like, what happens, oh. Wendy, is, no, no, what, it's, it's bad, though, with MySpace because you have the access to bulletins. And I know, I have known people that oh, yeah. when it's hacked, they send out some really nasty things. Like, I've gotten, like, Half naked pictures of people. I'm like, what? Oh, no. I hope oh, that doesn't bad. happen to mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Jessica can put out a little disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> if I can get on there to let where it'll let me do it, it won't. It's everything froze up on me. Did you send a message? Um, yes, tell I me did. Were, okay, good. All right, well, I'll I'll just set aside any nasty bulletins or anything <laughs> I get from Jessica for now. Yes. Oh gosh. That is so not good. I'm I'm looking right now for um. Then my Navy Times just came today. In fact, I hope I didn't open the wrong one because we got two of them. Uh oh. Okay. Hey, Wendy, would you mind going ahead and giving that the call-in number again so I can put it on MySpace? It's. Um. Yeah. Hold on. I'm, oh, okay. I'm you're waiting. Six four six six five two. Four six two nine. Four six two nine. Four six six five two four six two nine. Okay, thank you, Jessica. I ha- oh, I had everything but the last four. I'm doing better here. Oh, you're typing it in there. Okay. Yeah, and I have too many screens open. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, do you want to do? Do you have any favorites that you want to talk about, and then we'll talk about 
um, Eye on the Fleet Navy News. We'll start with Jessica Wan typing. Okay. Jessica, you got any favorite things you've discovered this week? Um, Not anything new. I I did have an interesting news story that I thought had a good good ending. It's kind of fun. Well, it wasn't funny, but it was kind of funny. Okay. It was a, a, a gentleman. He was a court, hospital corpsman, third class. His name was Tim Moore. And he um, stopped on the side of the road in Michigan to, as a goodwill gesture. Um, I guess he had seen that there was some commotion on the side of the road, and he saw an ambulance. So he stopped, and when the, ambu- the people in the ambulance realized that he was experienced as a corpsman, they asked for his assistance. <gasps> so he helped this gentleman. Um, wow. He was helping them give this gentleman CPR, and um, they wanted him to help. You know, so he hopped in the back of the ambulance anyways, left his truck on the side of the road, and went to um, the hospital, you know, assisting with this, this citizen that was, you know, in, in danger, I guess. And so anyways, he finally, you know, leaves the hospital and gets to back to where his truck was parked, and his truck's gone. <gasps> so he comes to oh, find God. out his truck was towed. The sheriff's department took his truck and towed it, and then he had a bill of $60. So here this guy is, you know, doing a goodwill, you know, service. They didn't make him pay it, did they? Just back from Iraq. (gasps) Well, that's that's the thing is it hit the news, and then um, fortunately the sheriff's department, once they got everything straightened out and figured out, because I guess they, you know, their lines of communication weren't there at the time. They just thought it was some truck parked on the side of the road. Oh, so, okay. But so fortunately, yes, the sheriff's department reimbursed him the money, but the the neat part of the story was here he was helping a citizen on the side of the road. Then, um, you know, the whole situation with the with the towing, and people had heard the story because it was put into the local paper and started sending this guy money. Which so, is so oh awesome. <laughs> I know. So what he's doing with the money is giving it to a local charities. So I thought, well, it worked out really good. He got, you know, helped one person and then was able to help many, and you know, everything worked out good. But I thought that was kind of a neat story. <laughs> that is a really good story. Thank you for sharing. I can't believe it. Yeah, that's just kind of, you know, the luck of the draw. That's awful. Yeah, it's just neat to see someone's good deed and then everybody else, you know, giving back and helping and being there for the community. I thought that was really cool. I think that's, that's awesome. It just, shows, it just shows that. What? I said that's just that's my story for the. Oh, <laughs> I thought Wendy said that's my story. I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, I'm here. Well, I can't me. hear the difference. It's hard with three women on the radio. <laughs> it's very distracting. But, no, that is an awesome story. It just shows that what goes around comes around. Yeah, Exactly. Well, very cool. Okay, Marie, you want to go next or you want me to go next? You go right ahead. Okay. Um, did I tell you about um, the the <laughs> philosophy uh, philosophy shower gel last week? I can't remember. No. Did mm-hmm. I tell you that story? Okay, so um, philosophy is – I'm a philosophy girl. I love. Me I don't love too. a lot of different things, but I love philosophy, and I kind of splurge well, on – Yeah, she's got that. me loving philosophy, yes. too. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Okay, so the latest thing is I'm on this auto-delivery thing for the bath, shower, gel, bubble bath. It's a three-in-one combination. Yes. And Katie, the other day it rained here, and there was a big, huge storm. And 
Katie was disastrously <laughs> full of mud and horrible. Oh, and this all happened like five minutes before it's time to leave in the morning. I had already left. Craig calls and says, it's a disaster at home. She was so full of mud, and he didn't have time to really clean up the mess when she came in. We have ceramic tile, but anyway, it was a mess. So that night he gave her a bath, and we got home. And uh, I'm sitting on the couch, and she comes up to me, and she smells like whipped cream. And I'm like, what is this dog smelling like? And a waffle. She smells like a waffle. A waffle, that's what it was, a waffle. A waffle. We'll see. Yeah, a waffle. So I told Craig, I said, um, what did you do? Did you use the philosophy three in one shower gel on the dog? And he, so he mixed. It, the predominant smell was of a waffle, and so she smelled like a hot buttered waffle with a little bit of whipped cream. Oh gosh! I know. So my beagle dog is crazy. My That's is better than here. mud. I know. So she I guess. Yeah. Until you I, look I at the receipt for the the. The, what you pay for the philosophy body <laughs> Exactly. So that's my yeah. little funny story there. And um, in the news I have is actually some Air Force news. It's not Navy news. Um, I saw this on military.com, or not military.com, but Na- um, Air, navytimes.com. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me get my um, give credit where credit's due <laughs> for the legal department. And um, on there, they're talking about the um, F-117A Nighthawk, which uh, that's another name for the stealth jet, the black, you know, jet that looks like a triangle. Mm-hmm. You guys know what I'm talking about? The one that everybody thought when they were testing it, it was an alien spaceship. It's yes, the smaller yes. one, right? Because there's the big one, the B-2 bomber, mm-hmm. and then there's the smaller one. That's the smaller one, right? Yes, it's the smaller okay. one. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so I grew up in southern New Mexico, and the home for the F-117A Nighthawk slash stealth is at home in Air Force Base, which is, like, where I grew up. And so I, I, I like, have fond memories of this aircraft and uh, have known people who have flown them. And it's just, you know, when, when I go home, I'm so used to seeing them in the air, and I used to work at home. And so I just have, you know, sort of a little relationship there. And um, so they're they're out they're phasing out that aircraft and they're transitioning the Air Forces to the F-22 Raptor. So on the Navy Times website, they have um, some great photographs talking about how, um, you know, the last flight that's coming up on uh, the 22nd of April. And that's when the um, the last flight for the stealth will happen out there at Holloman. So I just, it's it's kind of like the end of an era, the beginning of a new one. The F-22 is supposed to be uh, more lethal and more maneuverable and, and, and do all these cool supersonic maneuvers and things. But it will be weird when I go home next time and I won't see the stealth flying in the air. And so, um, so yeah, I just wanted to give a, a shout-out to that. And um, so, yeah, out at home in Air Force Base. So that's Very my cool. There. Yeah, you guys can look up the pictures in the video over at, um, you can go to airforcetimes.com. They have it a little more highlighted a little bit more on that end. Oh, neat. Yeah, and they have a cool article up there and uh, talks about the history of, you know, when it was with such a top-secret program and then when it was released and the and the, the the huge role that it made in uh, the impact of Desert Storm. So. Oh, wow. Very yeah. cool. Wow. So, yeah, so that's my little Air Force news of the week. <laughs> what do you got, Marie? 
You know, I don't have much. In fact, I can't believe it's been a week since our last show. I know I keep saying that every show, but time is going by so fast. And I was telling Wendy my other, you know, my story of the week isn't that great, but my story of the other morning is pretty good. Um, the kids, you know, everything is ending right now. School is going to an end or it's coming to an end, so they're testing. And they're right. doing the big final test, you know, and they have the test that you have to pass. No matter if you make it in the A in school, you have to have this, um, you have to pass the test to move on to the next grade. You know, it's just a, you know, an overall review of your year. So my son is in fourth grade and my daughter is in kindergarten. And so they're taking these tests. So I thought, you know, while they're studying and getting ready, even though the test day isn't until tomorrow, on uh, Monday I made sure to get them up and I was going to make their favorite breakfast, which is um, uh, waffles from scratch. So I set yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Not funny. It was horrible. <laughs> no, it is like funny. It is funny. By my favorite author. Go ahead. I, well, that's what I mean. I think that I should be on TV. I think that I could give everyone a good run for their money on these little sitcoms. So anyway, I get I, I go to set my alarm. I'm getting up early. I'm going to make these waffles from scratch. And I I get up early. I'm a morning person. Not a big deal. Some weird reason I overslept. So I get up, and I'm like, oh, shoot. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just use the Bisquick, and I'll make, you know, um, waffles from, you know, the box mix, which is still just, you know, great. Not as great, but, you know, they're good. So I go, and then I'm like, oh, shoot, I don't have enough Bisquick. <laughs> so I go, then the next step is to the freezer. I'm like, oh, I think I have frozen waffles. <laughs> so I go to get the frozen waffles out of the freezer. And I'm not joking you. I get out the toaster, and I put the waffles in the toaster Put the little button down. This is the same toaster I've had for the last seven plus years since I've been married. It's the nine ninety nine dollar, you know, nine dollars and ninety nine cent toaster from Walmart because we were completely broke when we got married. I mean that that was a big purchase. So I push the little lever and I walk back to it and I pop it up because it hasn't popped up and usually I pop it up early. They're frozen. Put it down again. I put my hand over it. Oh no! No heat. I unplug it. I put it into the one with the nightlight thinking that my outlet is, you know, just blown. No. My toaster's broken. And I'm just like, all right, you know what? None of this is funny anymore. All this stuff is broken. I haven't even gotten something fixed still. I haven't even caught up. So the toaster's broken. So then I think to myself, okay. Now, I remember all the this taken. stuff happens to you, Marie. I know. And I swear I told Wendy I was going to take a picture of the toaster in the garbage bag. Because my like, people just don't believe that this stuff happens to me. I mean, who does this happen to so all this has taken a lot of time to go through this whole little escapade while my children are sitting at the table going, Mom, we're hungry, and, you know, I've got to get them to school on time. So anyway, so I decide I'm going to make scrambled eggs. I can make scrambled eggs really quick. So I turn on the burner, walk away from the stove, get the eggs out, then realize that my um, pan that I had was in the dishwasher and I hadn't run it yet because I ran it in the morning. So I had to wash the pan, forgetting that I had the heat on the whole time. So I put the pan on the stove. And I go to make the eggs, and as I turn to get the milk out, because I use milk in my scrambled eggs, I burned the eggs. Completely burned them. I mean, like, black and brown. So I tried to, like, take out the little, like any good mother would, I tried to pick out all the little black and brown pieces out of the eggs. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. So I got it all out, which I spent a ton of time doing, and then I smelled them, and they smelled, they smelled like horrible. Oh, my gosh, it was so Sorry bad. Sorry for those children. So I didn't get it to them. So I yeah. dump it in the sink. <laughs> I go to my refrigerator to get more eggs out, and I have an omelet dish that I use for the microwave. Okay. And Well, Nick actually uses the omelet. Nick is a big, you know, health fanatic, and my husband, and so he's always eating eggs. So I'm like, well, I can use this thing. All you do is you pop it in. It says for two minutes. I'm like, two minutes? You got eggs? I'm like, all right, this is pretty cool. So I put the eggs in. Well, I put four in. Apparently, it's only a two-egg omelet thing. <laughs> oh, no, it overflowed. Yeah. Zachary opens the door and goes, Mom. 
I think the eggs were like trying to get out or something. <laughs> so they're all over the microwave. Luckily, I just want to break, you know, most mothers that have multiple children would not cringe at this. But to some new moms or people that don't have kids would be like, I can't believe you did this. I so totally scooped the eggs up off the dish that spins in the center of the thing and plopped them on the plate. I was like, you guys need to eat. So I did that, and then Zach was like, I want cheese. And normally I do, like, grated cheese, like have, like, cheddar and these nice fancy little, you know, I got the, like, the the sharp cheddar and all this different stuff to put on the eggs. And I so grabbed a piece of American cheese, the slice, plopped it on top of his omelet thing, put it back in the microwave, zapped it for five seconds, and, like, tossed it in front of him. I felt absolutely horrible. I was like, you know, I had this whole plan in my head about having this amazing mother and make sure I made their waffles from scratch. And my whole day went to you-know-where. And I had to work that morning, too. So I had to be at the Navy Relief Office in the morning. So I didn't have time to do the whole, you know, forget me and take care of the kids and come back, just come back home. I had to be dressed in slacks and, you know, ready to go well, when they it's left. A, it's a, the thought that counts, right? Right, oh, the thought yes. that counts? I would like to agree with that, but my children were like, we really wanted waffles. I'm like, eat your eggs. We'll <laughs> <laughs> go to so, Cracker Barrel this weekend. <laughs> So anyway, so that was that, and soccer's going great. We're doing really, we're having fun. My daughter is so funny. As goalie the other day, now my daughter is a very petite girl, and she was actually growling at kids as they came up to her in the goal. Like she's oh, playing the youth set. So like four and five year olds, she would go and she'd like growl at them. And you should see the little kids' faces when she'd do it. I mean, some of them kind of like were like freaked out. Hey, fear and intimidation works. <laughs> that's right we will teach our children fear and intimidation so that was my week we had a game tonight i barely made it home i called wendy and i'm like hey i'm here <laughs> so um it's been a very uh i know it's like we're lucky that we are here because i am uh i i'm tired from sleeping you know not getting much sleep and then you know having well, sure and i called jessica i'm like you know i haven't talked to marie yet but I don't know. We might not even have a show. I'm like, I don't really know. <laughs> I'm not feeling very good right now. We'll see how I do in a little while. So um, we're very glad to be here with you guys. And so we'll have Pat Rabby on the line here in just a minute. He is the creator of Hey Shipwreck, if you're not familiar with who that is. And he has a new series coming out this summer called Join the Navy. So even if you're not um, you know, in the submarine or submarine world, they're, you know, join the Navy series. And plus, this, you know, the Hey Shipwreck, I watched the new episode, and I, and I wanna, don't want to give away too much, but I think it relates to any, it's not it's not uh, submarine-specific, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It was really funny. I watched it right before the show, and I have some quotes that were my favorite parts. Yeah, so he'll be on the show here in a little bit. Um, we have a, a few more minutes. You know what, um, how about we take a break? And then when we come back, we'll um, we'll talk a little bit more, and then Pat will be on the line after that, we hope. Okay. Does that sound good? Sounds Very great. good. We'll, Sounds great. We'll be right back. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment, or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. 
Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA, we know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and this is Wendy, and I'm here with Marie and Jessica. And we were just finishing up, wrapping up our weeks. And tonight on the show we have Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck. He'll be here in a little bit. So what else do you guys have? Anything exciting happened to you this week that we haven't already talked about? I think we should talk about the other Navy news. Oh, okay. That we were talking about, you know, we were talking about before the show, and Wendy's so funny. She cuts me off, and she goes, no, we must save it for the show. And I said, all right, fine. (laughs) We wanted to gossip. So go ahead, Wendy. I'll let you announce it since Wendy sent me an email. Wendy's working um, full-time now. And she's a very busy person, and her and I are used to being able to talk whenever and however long we want to. And so we feel a little disconnected from each other lately, and she's working, and I'm working, you know, part-time stuff. So um, she sends me emails, and so she sent me an email, and the title of it was $275. That's not even a coach purse. I think something like that, right? Like a coach bag is more expensive. A coach bag is more expensive. And so the link, of course, is to this article, and I'll let Wendy tell you what it is, which I I just want you to know that I've been seeing over the last week, but they haven't put it as the main story yet. Well, you know, my Navy Times just came today, and, quote, the headline is, Officer was a call girl. So I will, you know, that's the disclaimer, you know, that I'll give out (laughs) in the next couple minutes. So on the front cover of the Navy Times, is this article, and if you go to NavyTimes.com, you can Google, or you can... Uh, yeah, it's been on their their thing, NavyTimes.com, for days now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just talking about um, this uh, a sailor who, well, lieutenant commander who uh, testified in a hearing, and it's been, I, I don't know that it's alleged, it's not alleged anymore, right? Um, yeah, her picture's up there. I don't think anything's alleged anymore. They really don't do all that. So let's just say that she was... Um, Trading services for money, and um, so it's on the Navy Times. And she wasn't so, carrying out people's bags at the grocery store, or you know, caring for an elderly person at home. When Wendy no. says services, <laughs> no. I'm just trying to be clear. She was a prostitute. That's right. <laughs> Where's Pat when you need him? Okay, so, I know. I wanted to save that for him. I know. I know. But so <laughs> we'll ask him his opinion. Recruiting, you know, he'll be here in a little bit. Um, so that's <laughs> so that's this 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 article. So she's gotten immunity to testify testify against this DC madam person, and um, and so you can read the details of it on NavyTimes.com. But the question is, I had for you guys. So she, I mean, so she has admitted to you know being one of the DC madams quote call girls and you know meeting different men at different DC hotels in exchange for you know services for money, and um, the she said on there the price was two hundred seventy five dollars. Which and my he, response was for way too cheap. That's what I said. <laughs> I sent Marie an email. I was like, hey, wait a minute. <sighs> Okay, I just want to say if you're going to have to no, I mean my remark was the um, the New York government. Did you get my reply, Wendy? Are you allowed to get an email from me yet? 
Uh, you know what? That did sneak through somehow. Yeah. And yeah, for everyone that doesn't know, Wendy, we, we there was some sort of scandal apparently with um, Wendy and I. Not a scandal, but all of a sudden I was emailing her, and then the next day I, you know, I'm calling. I'm like, hey, well, you didn't write me back, and she goes, I didn't get an email from you, and so we found out that my emails were being blocked to her at work. Hmm. <laughs> they know they don't come through. Interesting, but anyway, love, love, I just. I just, I, I was saying that the governor or whatever he is, call the call girl, you know, everybody's been, is it the governor? Of, the New, York, was, New York, New York, New York. Governor, yes, New York governor. Uh, his call girl was charging over like 2000 2500 an hour. That's yeah. an hour, not a one-time fee. That is, if you're having too much fun and, you know, minute 61 comes along, that's another $2,500, <laughs> which I, I hope she doesn't prorate. That would be kind of tacky. But, um. <laughs> you know, there's this song, like Marie and I had this question, this, this talk a while back about um, $50, like uh, $50 and, and what $50 would buy you, and so we're always, yeah, I don't know, somehow we... Well, wait we a die, second. I don't even know how we get No, no, we do need, we need to talk, while we're killing time, while Pat's coming, that, is an, that was a wonderful conversation that we had, and I cannot believe you do not remember the root of that. You don't remember? No. I have dogs barking in the background. I apologize. But, um, no, what the story was is that we were talking about, somehow we were talking about guys, somebody had gone to a strip club on the boat or something. We were talking about strip clubs. And I said, well, you know, uh, oh, no, it was about receipts. There was an upset wife <laughs> finding receipts about strip clubs. And Wendy's like, well, I think you would notice a large amount. I'm like, well, what, $50 will get you pretty far. And Wendy goes, $50? That wouldn't get you anything. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it does. Very conservative. So, so, so we're even talking about this. I'm blushing a little. Okay. (laughs) So we went back and forth about what $50 will get you. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, I was listening to a CD that Wendy had burned for me, and it had Wild Thing on it. I was getting ready. Like our workout thing. Yeah, it was like a workout thing. Everybody knows the song Wild Thing, you know, You Make My Heart Thing. Everybody knows that song. It's always played at weddings and whatever. Well, at the end of it, if you've listened to the lyrics, it says, uh, $50 will make you holler. I get paid to do the wild thing. And I heard that in my bathroom on my CD. I had a music player in my bathroom, and I heard it, and I literally grabbed the CD. I mean, I didn't finish getting ready. And uh, Wendy, where we had worked together at the office, was right down my street, literally like two minutes from my house. So I leave my house, go straight to her office. I walk in. I put my hand up, like, don't say anything. Just wait one minute. I put the CD in. I fast forward to the song. I said, listen. She goes, why? (laughs) So we listened to it because she did not believe me that $50 was an amount to get anything. So then I played the song over again and... She, I think she, I think you lost it at that point. Well, it was and not now good. I stand corrected. I mean, you only need, yeah, that's crazy. This poor girl, we need to pray for her. This is just not good. <gasps> she needs yeah. a loan. She's obviously when she needs a loan. Marie, oh gosh, what, Jessica? <laughs> I was going to ask you. So, what was your question? You were going to ask us something about? Oh yes, the question. C A D D. Okay, so the question is: She has 19 years in the Navy. So the question becomes, okay, she's been given immunity, so she can't be prosecuted, um, you know, and go to jail for this because she's been Mm -hmm. given immunity to testify against the D.C. madam person, who's the ringleader here. Uh, So the question is, she has 19 years in the Navy. Does she just get dishonorably discharged? um, Or 
does the Navy somehow allow her to collect her retirement? Now, see, my rebuttal was I think they should even roll her back a few years. I was like, I don't think she believes, you know, she belongs at 19. I think, you know, however long she was doing this, I would, yeah, I, I think she should be just kicked out. Was this going on through, I wonder if this was going on throughout her career? or? Well, that's what I mean. We don't know, but she's an instructor at Annapolis. She's a role model. Wow. Annapolis. I mean, this isn't, you know, just some officer. I mean, she is an instructor at Annapolis. I mean, she was a role model. And for her to do this, you know, I just, I I find that really hard to, um, just to grasp. So, I don't know. What do you think, Jessica? I don't know. I'd have to read into it more. I want to see if my curiosity, is this something that happened before her naval career? Well, uh, they're just claiming it's while. Well, I mean, she's been in 19 years, so I hope it didn't happen before. I don't think she'd be legal. Oh, that's true. Have a point there. <laughs> well, okay, so here's the, here's the question. So even if it was before and during her naval career, 19 years of service, how do you yeah. feel about that? I mean, if it was just during her service, even if it started before or if it didn't start before, what do you think? I don't think it should be something that should – I think it should be frowned upon. Definitely. There should be some rebuttal for sure for that. I just feel that I if she were to – I would think they would get kicked out for that. That's what I mean. See, I think if she was able to collect her retirement, that would be showing people that it's okay because if you're at 19 years and you make a mistake and you do something really – not make a mistake. I mean, you deliberately do something completely against the law and illegal. That's mm-hmm. okay. We're going to give you your retirement anyway because you, you served 19 years. Mm-mm. So I just think that that would set a really bad example. Yeah, plus it's such a shame because there's so many people that try to get into schools like Annapolis. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's a struggle, and you can't let somebody – and, I mean, there's high, high standards to even be able to qualify for a school like that. So to to allow somebody, in my opinion, to allow somebody that um, was doing something of that caliber, which is illegal – I, I I don't think I don't think they're gonna let that one slide. I well, would be shocked if they did. I think those are some really good points. <laughs> well, I actually have a comment on. Um, I had a little story to share with you, Jessica, while we're waiting for Pat, about your video that you posted. Um, oh. The uh, the time for business. It's business time. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I just want you to know that I went into our. Um, I went into the office the next day. And I, explain to people who are listening the video a little bit. Okay. Find it. Well, yeah. if you if you haven't seen the It's Business Time, the video, it is on our blog at www.mymilitarylife.wordpress.com. And there's really no way to explain the video. Um, I haven't just, seen it yet. Okay. Well, Wendy, see, yeah, you just need to watch it. I cannot explain it without being inappropriate because it is just funny. You need to see it. It's not bad. It's not vulgar. There's, there's nothing. nothing. There's no vulgar. No, yeah, there's no profanity. I mean, your kids can hear it, and they won't know the difference. So anyway, um, really quickly, so I'm in the office, and I'm sharing this video with all of my girlfriends. They are laughing hysterically. We are enjoying this video. It is funny. And I'm looking away towards the women, not facing the computer, because I wanted to see their expressions. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what I do is, um, hold on one second. I've got so many IMs coming in here. <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> Wendy, are you raising your hand? <laughs> Tonight is not going to be an easy night, everybody. I apologize. 
<laughs> but anyway, okay, well, well, Whitney's figuring out things right now. <laughs> I was going to finish on the story because Jessica's really going to enjoy this. So I'm looking at everybody's expression, and the FedEx, we have, we have UPS and FedEx come in constantly at our office. So the FedEx guy comes in behind us, and I said, FedEx. And one of my girlfriends thought I was saying that they were singing and that they were talking about the FedEx guy. And the, <laughs> the girl says, oh, yeah. She goes, you know, FedEx is like a lot of girls' fantasies. You know, come into the door, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and the gosh. FedEx guy is this young-looking oh, guy standing behind all of the women. And she just keeps going. And I'm like, no, the FedEx. And she's like, yeah, I heard you. And she just keeps going about the FedEx guy. Finally, I said, no, the FedEx guy. And they all turned around. And this guy... I mean, I feel like we we molested him. I mean, it was horrible. I mean, he looks like he was, you know, I mean, just oh, something gosh. wrong. It was bad. So he left, like, quickly. Like, we couldn't even apologize. Oh, he didn't um, think it was funny, huh? Well, I think he did, but, I mean, there were a lot of us. <laughs> so quite a large oh, group no. of women talking about, you know, and one talking about fantasies with the FedEx, with the FedEx guy. It was horrible. But I just want you to know that your video somehow... Uh, upset the FedEx guy. Oh, no. I don't know if he'll be coming back anymore in our office. I think we scared him. <laughs> so anyway, um, we we do have a caller coming in, and it's um, area code 208. I think so, it might be Pat. I'm not sure. Well, let's uh, let's say hello and see. First name only if it's not Pat. Hey, how's it going? It's, it's Pat. Oh, it's just hey. Pat. <laughs> hey, Pat. Hey, Welcome. how you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't worry. I just want you to know, like, my if everybody can hear that, my little IM thing is beeping, like, one after another, and Wendy's like, hey, there's a caller. Is that Pat? Wait a second. That's not his area code. I'm Googling your area code 208. (laughs) Is he in Idaho? (laughs) It is. It is an Idaho number. (laughs) Oh, good job, Wendy. She's a good detective. Okay, well, we're going to play play your little promo, Pat, and then... um, Uh, and then so we give you a proper introduction, and then when we come back, we want to hear all about the first episode of the second season, okay? Sounds yeah, very okay. good. Okay, here's Pat's promo. This is ET1, Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Everyone, I mean that's more of a promo for us, but it's got all of your, you know, pings and all that stuff. Wendy, you need to go make yourself a drink. I told Pat, I just want you to know that I'm having a glass of wine tonight. Wendy, we talked before the show, and she made me want to drink. I'm not really sure why. Um, I got a bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum in my car. Really? Okay. Well, I apologize if we cause you to drink. You can blame us. Tell you know. It's not not you guys. It's not you guys. I mean, what have I been doing for the last two years? (laughs) <laughs> recruiting duty. All right, got okay. it. All right. <laughs> so, how is the recruiting really, duty? First, let me let me let me just apologize for not calling in on time. I kind of this whole day job, you know, kind of gets in the way. Oh, that's okay. You only freaked out, Wendy. We're, we're, we're flexible. <laughs> <laughs> for some, some reason, I thought I was supposed to call in at at seven thirty my time, which is in an hour. Oh yeah. Well, then we could have just, yeah, well, we could have just talked and hung out anyway. But, you know, that we, we appreciate you calling in and making time for us. You're not going to get fired, are you? Oh, no, I can't. I tried. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm the benefits awesome. about being out here. That's amazing. So how, before we get into your newest season and all that, how is recruiting duty going? Can you talk about it? It's, 
I have you... 307 days left, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> do you have the minutes going, too? Say again? Uh, you, do you have the minutes counting down, too, or just the days? No, just, just the day. Well, then I have to say it can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. You know, I mean, if you were counting minutes, I'd be a little worried. Yeah, we'd have to get you, like, a little I can't calendar, download like... one of those. Yeah, I can get one of those counters, like, on MySpace. Oh, yeah, you know, a lot of guys use that. Mm-hmm. I know. In fact, I can go on to many sailors. I could name sailors right now off the top of my head that all have countdowns till you know. Yeah. Yeah, for different things, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about something. I have a question for you, Pat. Sure. About recruiter duty. Uh-oh. Um, if somebody, say I know somebody that is interested <laughs> in joining the military. <laughs> I have a friend. Yeah. Well, I have a friend of a um, friend. <laughs> do they have to be referred to their local recruiting office, or can you refer them to, like, say, I could refer them to you? Can you do that, or it, do they have to go yeah, to their local Well, it, it depends. If they're, if they're still a high school senior, then you have to refer them to the local recruiting station. They're, okay. They're what we call 11Ss, or 11 is how many years of school that they've uh, accomplished, and S just means they're a senior. But once they graduate, mm-hmm. it's, it's open game. Free game. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Okay. Now, why do they do that if they're still in high school? Why do they have to go to the local one? Is that because you guys are all trying to get them, pick them out fresh? It's, you know what? I don't know. I think it's just, it's a matter of, like, logistics, and they give each recruiting station uh, all the different high schools so that they can keep track of. Because everybody's documented, basically. We we get the high school list from the schools every year, and we know how many seniors are there, how many male, how many female. And I guess if a certain recruiting station is in charge of that particular school. It's easier to keep track of all the like the demographics of mm-hmm. students. Oh, okay, sense. who hung up okay. on me? Not me. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. <laughs> Thank you. And, and we, have, we have a term on recruiting called poaching. And oh, that's like if and that's one that. recruiting station goes into another recruiting station territory and signs someone else's high school senior. <laughs> oh, for okay. We don't want to do that. No. <laughs> so... Is there a way to file a complaint when the recruiter tells you lies? Um, <laughs> That's I don't a know. legitimate well, you know what? question. I, uh, I got a perfect answer. I don't know because it's never happened to me. Oh, okay. God, you have been trained. See, <laughs> and you know, I just saw a picture on Navy on the Navy.mil website with the latest or maybe it was the All Hands magazine that just came out. I think that's what they had the picture in there of the top recruiters for 2007. And it was oh, yeah, a great little yeah. article. Yeah, it's exciting. And those are the but guys that need to produce more. But, um, <laughs> see, it's like you, you need to achieve a little a level of mediocrity. Because if you if you're a dirtbag, then you get treated like crap. You know what I mean. But if you're like a superstar, then they expect you to you know put as many people in as possible, and you get kind of kind of. Well, you're you know, setting the bar higher, just like in any job. Yeah, but then they can't you know they can't get ahead. It's like if you can if you got a guy in the station that's only putting one in a month, and he mm-hmm. only puts one or none, it's not a big deal. But the guy that's putting in like four months and he puts in one, he gets yeah. Out we're looking for to get um, raped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, moving on to the new season of Hey Shipwreck. Thanks for answering that. I'm not, I'm not bitter. Oh, Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We're talking to Pat Rabby, for those of you that are just tuning in. He is the creator of Hey Shipwreck. You can find him on www.tubedays.com. 
and Pat. So the new season. Yes, so I, I watched it before the show. Uh-huh. And I have to say that it it, it definitely uh, lived up to the expectation. I was going to really? say that, it, you know, it didn't and then mess with you. But, no, it really did. It was pretty awesome. And um, I, I have to say I have some of my favorite quotes were um, lifting the alcohol ban um, and having yeah. to do with Australia and task force, take your head out of your butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say that that fit, I think, every sailor's um, thoughts and opinions at one time or another. Because I, I swear, I've heard my husband say pretty much all of the stuff that was in his his daydream or dream. Right. Well, that's the kind of the, the appeal of the series is the fact that it it deals with that everyday sailor aspect. It's not, you know, it's not uh, it's not pro navy. It's not anti navy. It's just. My Maybe. personal experience. I'm just I'm just telling a story. Well, and what I think is so I, great about that is because as wives, and you know, you're here on the wife show, is that um, we've heard our husbands say all of those things. We've heard them talk about Australia. We yeah. have heard them um, want to make up their own task force of take your head out of your butt. I think all of our husbands have thought of, you know, I can make a difference. I'm going to start a movement. Yeah. And um, but they usually end up talking to the, you know. The same was so that was supposed to be the CEO, correct? Yes. Yes. So, but they end up talking to them for different reasons than they never get that far. So I think that, that was pretty funny that in his dream that he's in front of him and that the CEO actually is agreeing with the sailors. Right. It like came out of left field. You right. Can, I can have yeah. a conversation. I completely the... agree. We've had our heads up our butt. That's right. We are going to make a difference. We're going to start using common sense. <laughs> I like how they're. I like how the robot kind of like, I don't know, to me it looked like the way he was designed, it kind of represented like a garrison cap. Did you mm-hmm. do that on purpose? Yes, like, <laughs> it does. Thank you very much for noticing. Oh, Pat's like, thank you, finally. Somebody was teased. Yes. That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> no, I think you did a really good job designing that because to me when I saw that I automatically knew, because even though I couldn't make out on my screen if it was, you know, what was on his hat, or you know yep. the shape of the, the 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 helmet or whatever it's supposed to be, I could tell that that was supposed to be a person of you know um, position. It was um, higher ranking. It had to be either XOCO somebody. Right. Yeah. So you did good. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. I thought you did good. And when when I, I went to play the episode, I called Craig and I said, Hey, Craig, I'm getting ready to play the Hey Shipwreck episode. Do you want to come watch it with me? And he's like, Sure, sure, I'll come. So he comes over and we sit down in front of the computer and. We press play and it starts and um, so I you know I asked him I'm like is who's that supposed to be is that supposed to be the CEO the XO the chief who is that because I didn't know and um, so we laughed together and um, he thought it was really funny he was the subtle humor in it that's also there which is kind of the trademark of what you do is the the little subtleties of the humor that's the smart humor I like to call it so we have I wanted humor. to let I wanted to let you know that. Um, he enjoyed it as well, and and he had a question for you that I wanted sure. to ask. He said, um, so I said, well, what do you want to ask Pat? So his question is, have you ever changed or edited any of your ideas? Were they too R-rated? And and I and this kind of shocks me, but he said, you know, the submarine force is quote R-rated. And I thought I was going to say I edit my I edit myself before every show. I was thinking he's oh. got to edit himself. So yeah, I mean, do you ever, you know, have you know, put something in and think, oh gosh, that's just too R-rated. I mean, I can't. Um, 
Well, the language, it's, it's obviously, really, yeah. The yeah, language I mean, you the have language to change. I've, yeah, language I, I, I curbed quite a bit, but, you know, I've got a reason for that. Well, um, yeah. And I kind of want to, you know, uh, the average person watching this hearing that, you know, the profanity, every other word might seem a little, I, I think it's kind of cheap. Cheap humor, cheap writing. If you just kind of use all these cuss words, so it makes it a little bit funnier when I have to be creative on how to replace the the profane terminology. Well, that and you're focusing um, on the funny, not the language. Right, exactly. Because I mean, you really do. You hear what's funny. You don't hear the language. Because people would be, you know, shocked if they heard how they really talk. Yeah. Like I had to kind of curve that when I first got out here in recruiting. So like, dude, you can't. <laughs> you know. I know it's normal for you, but you're you're scaring everybody. <laughs> yeah, don't scare people. That's not good. Yeah. Well, I want to uh, give out our, our phone number in case anyone who's listening to us live wants to call in. Um, you know, Pat will answer any questions or take any comments that you have. Our phone number is 646-652-4629. That's 646-652-4629. So we'll put that out there, and hopefully we'll get a call or two. And, um, we also yeah, have so, our IM open. Oh, yes. Yes, and our screen names are Navy Wife Radio on AOL and Yahoo Instant Messenger. So you can also ask your question through the chat room. Yes, very cool. Um, so, Pat, what would yes. surprise people to know about Hey Shipwreck? Like the making of it, like how long does it take? You know, what what kind of an unknown fact? Yes. Well, the the process kind of it takes me about three or four evenings to, to make one episode. Um, and I've got, like, different stages. The first stage is writing the episode and writing all the dialogue getting it right. Um, and, and it evolves all the way up until I'm starting to edit the final the final version uh, to where I'm cutting out dialogue or I'm re, rewording things or rearranging the timing of the dialogue and stuff like that. So what I put down on paper when I first write the episode is not what it uh, ends up being at the uh, at the end. Um, once I got that, then that's like one night is the writing night. And then the second night is like the voice recording audio arrangement night. So I, you know, I take the... And how long a night do you spend? It, it depends. You know, some nights I usually start working around 9 or 10 and then go until about 2 or 3 in the morning. So I was going to say, it just sounds like, you're making it sound so simple. Like, oh, you know, one night I write everything out, and the right. second night I do the voices. And it sounds so simple and so easy, but really you're spending a lot of hours on this. Well, yeah, Pat, yeah I was going to say, Pat's a very talented man. I've, I've seen some of your drawings, you know, some of your artwork that you had up on MySpace, and I was pretty impressed. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy that I'm able to, because uh, I, I, I always wanted to do something in, with, with the artwork, but... I always wanted to do what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, I got kind of disillusioned with the, the normal career paths of you know, getting your degree and then finding a job and then working on somebody else's stuff. Oh, so yeah. I'm, just, I'm just happy I'm able to do the artwork that I want to do and, and just create all the, the cartoons that I want to create. Because not very many people get to do that. That's awesome. You're right, you're right. And, you know, you take and you also step down into the unknown, and it's it's hard to, you know, make that commitment. and and um, follow, quote, your dreams, I guess, so to speak. I wanted to, you know, the Navy Times article just came out, and I think that's so exciting to see the fruit of your effort, you know, all your hard work and 
all of the hours that you put in and then, you know, get some great publicity like the article that was in the Navy Times. Yeah, so that was really kind of... nice. You know how I found out about that? How? So, like, I was uh, I was driving back. I was in the Sandpoint, Idaho, driving back to Coeur d'Alene. It's about, it's about a 50-minute drive. And as I'm going down the road, I get this phone call. And I know mm-hmm. I see the 206 area code. I'm like, oh, it's district. Okay. I don't know what to expect. So, so I answer it, and it's our PAO for a public affairs officer. And <laughs> oh, no. I was like, I was like, hello, how's it going? Because I've, I've gotten emails from him, but I've never actually spoken or met him. So I knew who he was, right. but he's calling me. He's like, hey. Oh, wait, when... Pat, you know what? I'm yes. going to pause yes. you for a second because I think we have sure. a caller. Oh, okay. So let's take the call, and then we'll just resume your story. Okay, yes, sure the thing. caller is 360 area code. If you could just give us your first name only, please. My name hello, is are you there? Hello? Oh, Rebecca? Yes. Welcome, Rebecca. How are you? Great. How are you guys tonight? Doing great. Do you have a question for Pat or us? Yeah, I do. I was just wondering, um, with the whole hay shipwreck, I know it's out with the civilians, and the civilians love it. How has it uh, impacted your Navy career? Well, you know, uh, if if it weren't for the cartoon, I probably wouldn't be staying in the Navy, because my, my original plan was... Ooh, uh, those are big you know, words. Yeah. <laughs> plan... Original. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, sorry. My, yeah, my, my original plan was to, you know, come here to shore duty and, you know, do my college and then get out and, uh, you know, do a job somewhere, hopefully in the art world. But, uh, right. you know, I started reading into like uh, entrepreneurship and owning my own business, and basically it said that, you know, you got to work to learn rather than, you know, work into to make income or to make ends meet and whatnot. So I just figured, hey, I can just start learning this stuff because everything is online. Everything I've learned to do is pretty much uh, – I just pretty much looked it up online and figured out how to do it. That's amazing. And, yeah, and I made it basically just to kind of – I made it for my friends and then people on the boat and whatnot, and um, I was basically doing it just to learn how to use all these different programs, but, you know, 3D modeling and the UV unwrapping and Photoshop and uh, Premiere Sound, like all the different programs I use. Um, but then it's like it kind of evolved into what it is now. And just so, the feedback I've gotten from, from everybody in the Navy, all the way from the, the nubs, that's right, nubs. We call them nubs. Nubs. The nubs, because they're nubs. <laughs> Even right. the wives know that, that one, yeah. All the way, them, all the way to, like, retired, retired chiefs and officers have responded, uh, you know, so positively that it makes me say, hey, I want to okay. you know, stay in, and I think it would actually be fun to be the hey, shipwreck guy back on a boat. Oh, that is until you talk about right? it. Yeah. So do any of the kids that you recruit recognize your voice from the show? Because I know when my, I turn the radio on, and or the show on, and my husband's like, hey, that guy's from the Hey Shipwreck. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I recognize oh, yeah. your voice. Does anyone, <laughs> does anyone recognize your well, voice? Or? Oh, yeah, it's, it's nice to talk to folks that call because of, like, the, I guess newspaper reporters or people who call because of the show, um, and they're like, "Hey, it's kind of cool, like hearing your voice and talking. It's like I'm talking to one of the characters." I'm like, yeah, you, that know, was... "You don't know how accurate that statement is." <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah, that was that was our first actual response when <laughs> but, we were talking to Pat. Yeah, yeah. It's actually it was, oh my gosh, funny... he sounds really like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he didn't also. Yeah, what, you, what, what you see is what you get with me. But right. it's, it's funny out here because I'm not the you know crazy cartoon director out here. I'm Pat, the Navy recruiter. So. They meet right. me first, and that's who I am to them. And it's like, uh, really, the folks that after they join the Navy, and then they kind of, you know, they see the Navy Times articles, or they hear their friends talking about it, or their instructors, or whatnot. Then they kind of say, "Hey, you know, that was that, that's interesting." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very cool, Rebecca. Well, thank you for asking your question. All Do you right. have any other questions? No, that's it. Thank you. Well, thank you yeah, so much Rebecca. for calling. You have a good night. You too. Bye. See you later.
That was awesome. Very cool. Wow, even uh, the civilians. You hear that, Pat? Yeah, that's way cool. <laughs> that is way cool. I've gotten... I think now, do you find that? I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, it's uh, one of the... One of the fulfilling things about doing the show is the the feedback I get from unexpected sources, like uh, like the Canadian Navy. I've gotten several <laughs> emails from folks up in Nova Scotia. Oh wow, um, that is cool. They're like they're like, hey, how's it going there? We really like your show, eh? And uh, <laughs> it just it just you know boggles my mind that it, it would make it its way up there. You know, I like how you added a after everything. Yeah. That was very nice. Nice touch. Oh yeah, you 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 know you know why we say a up there in Canada? Why? The same the same way everybody down there says uh. <laughs> very that's oh. a very good. We have okay. friends from uh, Washington State, and yeah. um, every time my son Zach says that he is going to go play hockey, he says I'm going to go play hockey, eh? And he says it after everything because that's how he was taught to say it. So he believes that when you're talking about anything like hockey or ice machine, you have to oh. use the word a. I was going to say, I've got uh, tons of relatives in Toronto, Uh and we always, it's so funny, we have this, it's a joke, I mean, we're all lighthearted, we're family, so we always have this rivalry when we go to visit them, or they come to visit us, and we tease them about, you know, all the differences and stuff, but it's fun, it's all a good time. How many times you can say A? (laughs) (laughs) Well, but see, with us, it was hockey team, because my family's really big with the Red Wings. Uh-oh. And so, and then they were, you know, the Toronto and being from Toronto and everything. So we were always wearing all of our gear and, you know, all the Red Wing stuff when we'd go to visit them, or they would come and they'd have all their stuff on. So, fun, fun stuff. <laughs> Very uh, oh my, funny. My, my my story. So yes, go back. I found out about the Navy Times article because I was driving back uh, to my station on the road. I get a call from my public affairs officer. Is this a first class? Uh, Mass communication specialist, which my recruiter didn't tell me was a job in the Navy. He screwed me. Um, <laughs> that would have been perfect uh, for you. Um, that was the same recruiter I'm that kidding. told my husband he that he, he didn't no. know. I was going to say that was the same um, recruiter that told my husband he would never have to go to sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Well, wow, that's you, funny. you may not have to go. That's out. true. You may never have to go to sea. You're right. May. I want to be, be a pilot. You could fly a plane <laughs> in the Navy. <laughs> Okay, sorry. So go ahead. He said okay. he didn't tell you that. So he called me up and basically he's like, he's like, where, where did you talk to the Navy Times? I'm like, um, I don't know. It was like six months ago. Well, uh, you need to call me whenever, whenever uh, anyone in the press tries to tries to contact you and inform us that the press is trying to contact you. And I was like, uh, why? Well, you're in the Navy Times and we didn't know about it. And Exo got on my ass and blah blah blah. Oh, okay. Oops. So you want me to give you a call? He's like, yeah, just give me a call or send me an email or whatever if they try to call you. I'm like, okay. That doesn't apply to wives, you know, I hung up it? and I was like, hey, I was in the time. So. Cool. <laughs> so that's how you found out? You didn't know? I mean, well, originally you knew that they were interviewing you because they had done it about six, like six months prior, you said? Right. Well, like six months ago when I released the DVD, I just uh, called Phil Ewing over there. He's the deputy editor of the name time. Yeah. And, pretty big fan of the show. I just called him and said, hey, we released a DVD, and let me send you one, because I uh, really appreciate you doing the article for me last May. And I talked to him a little bit about it. I think that was kind of, he took that was your interview. what I said <laughs> in, that, in that conversation. That Don't you love that? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I kind of, you know, I hoped that they would, he would put it somewhere in the Navy Times, but, you know, uh, I figured it just got, you know, left on the, on the, Cutting your floor, their, yeah. their editing right. room or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, and then they ended up using it now. 
So Wendy, I wonder if they're going to have to do that with wives. Do you think that we don't have to do that, do we? We have to ask our lawyer know. that. I don't know. Maybe I should call my PAO and let him know I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, could you do wanna, that for us? I don't, because I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah, yeah, ruffle feathers. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, we don't want our names yeah. thrown there. Yeah, we would. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Well, actually, yeah. Could you tell them my military or military life radio network contacted me? That's our title yeah. title name. That sounds like, pretty what? good. That sounds important. Exactly. <laughs> and then say, you should call Wendy and Marie. That's right. <laughs> or call our people. Jessica, you want to be our people? <laughs> okay. We need to sound important. <laughs> no, you have to put an S at the end of people. Peoples? Peoples. We have peoples? Yeah, my peoples. We so don't my have My peoples will contact We don't peoples. have people. We, we wish we had peoples. We're, we're yeah. yeah. We're trying to get people. We're lucky people to have. Like... <laughs> we're lucky to have we the people that we have. We with H&R Block. You got people. <sighs> Yeah, that's funny. Well, I know Wendy had some really good questions because we were talking about you. I, t- I swear your ears must be ringing because I also called Wendy and said, did you see his MySpace picture of him reading his book and the title of it, which I sent you a comment that says we need that book when you're done. Yeah. And the yeah. title of it for people that don't have um, his MySpace, which if you don't have his MySpace, do you know your MySpace page by heart? Uh, yes, it, it, uh, the URL. It's uh, yeah. MySpace.com backslash major morale. Major morale. Okay, because see, I knew it wasn't uh, tube days. So anyway, on his picture, though, he's sitting there. It looks like he's pondering very hard. Oh, yes, it's a very serious It's a very serious pose, and he's reading the book, and on the front of the book it says, Your marketing sucks, (laughs) which I just thought was the funniest thing, and I was like, ooh, we need that book. So anyway, people. What marketing? What marketing? Yeah, Yeah, well, for us, what marketing? That's right. We're just word of mouth right now, which we're working on. Yeah, we are. We're working on it. So I thought that we could – that was a nice segue, Marie. Good job. Sorry. I know. I'm trying. Uh, we thought that we could, um, you know, take a little bit of a turn on our show and talk a little bit about, you know, how you started this thing from scratch. You had an idea. You, mm-hmm. you know, launched it. You got it off the ground. It's your passion. And you found a way to do that while having your, quote, day job in a family because you have a wife and you have a daughter. A daughter, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're very, very busy. So, you know, and most spouses are creative. They're, you know, have lots of ideas. They they can multitask. They have, they, they you know, they uproot every three, four years. Right. And, and I know that there's some listening to us tonight that have thought about starting their own business, that have thought about how they could create their own little niche for their hobby and, and bring it to life and make it, you know, have a, a revenue stream for their family. So what right. kind of advice could you give to somebody who's who's on the fence and thinking about, you know, you know, I have a, a hobby or I have a talent to bring mm. that to, to life instead of it just being a wish or a thought or a dream to actually take some steps to, to go forward? Right. The, the biggest thing is you want – you just want to start. You know, I think a lot of people don't, don't – uh, don't have their ambitions come to fruition because they they go into what I call analysis paralysis. They, they think they overthink <laughs> things. They think about yes. it. They want to, and they just want to go. You know, get out of the gates running and they don't take make that the business yeah. of their dreams. But that's not the way it works. Um, you know, uh, like Boeing. I think they started out selling. I mean, they, they made mechanical parts, but they also sold furniture on the side to to help make ends meet. I didn't know that. Did you know that, Wendy or Jessica? No, I did not know that. See what uh, we learned Sony, from that. Wow. Yeah. Sony started out 
the the people who found Sony, they were just like, I, we want to start a business. All right, let's form a business. And they got all the legal stuff out of the way, and they're like, okay, wh- what are we going to sell? And they just kind of figured it out. <laughs> Again, Pat is not one of our people, so for lawyer purposes, you can contact Pat over at SuveDays.com. <laughs> but, but anyway, it's... You just need to start because whatever you start off with will eventually evolve into what it's going to become ultimately. Um, did I say ultimately twice? So pretty much you're saying the leap well, of faith yeah. is really what you have to take. The first step is just a pretty much a big step. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just it's just getting started. Um, it can I be have, a baby step. Just, yeah, just well, I'm saying it feels that that's the biggest every, step, though, because people just think about it and they don't, you know, actually act upon it. And a lot of them are afraid of, you know, they're afraid of failing. Uh, but the the failure is not really a failure unless at that point you quit. If you if you just keep going and learn and learn from from your mistakes and from your failures, you're not really failing. You're you're developing your skills, you're developing your experience, and you're getting to the point where you can actually uh, you actually figure out what you're going to be doing. Um, I Walt Disney. I, I read a, a biography about him. He he went when he was my age. He was bankrupt. He went bankrupt three times before he finally you know. Uh, got his company financially stable. That's amazing because so many people would give up after something like that. Yeah, I, I read the story about him that he was like totally in the dumps. Uh, he was he was calling his friends, he was calling everybody he could to try to get some sort of like investment so that he could just pay his bills and uh, keep going because everyone was telling him, dude, dude, Walt, you're you're you know you're retarded. Stop. <laughs> you're killing yourself. You need to go out right, and get a job. But he wouldn't give right. up. So he just kept, you know, going and going, kept working on his cartoons. He kept calling people until finally this, his friend, I think he was a dentist, he said, hey, yeah, I'll give you, you know, this amount of money so that you can, you know, keep going. And he's like, oh, cool, you know, thank God, you, you, you know, you're a real lifesaver. And the guy says, okay, well, why don't you come over? And Walt Disney's like, no, I can't. He's like, why not? I don't have my shoes. And basically, he took his shoes to the cobbler, and he had no money to pay the cobbler for his shoes back. Wow, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. So the dude just brought the money over, he's able to get his shoes, and then, you know, build a multi-billion dollar business. Yeah, it's good to be Walt today. Yeah. Good to be part of the Walt Disney family. That's an inspiring story, and I think that's important to read stories like that from people who started with, with less than what you have, and you don't even know it, you know, right. and come from a place that's, you know, um, uh, down and out and, and you know, uh, like bankruptcy and ex, you know all that other you know mm-hmm. certain situations that you know a lot of us aren't facing. So there's always a place to start, no matter how bad you think you have it. Exactly. And here's what I want to say. I, uh, yeah. I came I came across a term that uh, that uh, an artist used. It was an anime. I was watching special features of one of these animated films, and a guy said he keeps this framed picture of this phrase that says "trust the process" by his desk. And what he means by that is, you know, when you look at a piece of paper and you're getting ready to create something, you don't know what it's going to be. But if you worry too much about the end product, you're never going to start. So you just got to ah, trust the process and jump into it, it and, and trust it. You're not, you, you don't know where you're going to go, but just trust it, jump in, and then it'll, it'll happen. Oh, I'd love that. Yep. I kind of think that applies to some of our marriages. That's pretty good. Trust the process. Yep. Nice. I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm going to trust the process. (laughs) Sorry. In the Navy career, I'm going to trust the process. I don't know where I'm going to end up, but I'm going to trust the process. I like that. Trust it. Trust it. Got it. You know now. No, go ahead. I I want you to finish this so we can. I was going to ask you a new question. 
Oh, sure. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, and never stop learning. Never stop educating yourself about what you want to do. Because I think some people, they also get complacent, and they think, oh, you know, I don't, I don't have talent, I don't have this, I don't have that. Uh, but, you know, I also read this book recently called Talent is Never Enough by John C. Maxwell. And it, it, it's true. It's like the people that have the drive and the motivation and, you know, the networking, the respect, the integrity to keep moving forward and keep learning are the ones that are successful. Because there's lots of talented people out there that are not successful because they don't want to develop their talent and they don't want to develop the other parts of their personality in order to support that talent so that they'll be successful someday. Well, that's right. That's very true. Yeah, because it's hard awesome. work. You know, it's not something that um, <laughs> it's just going to fall in your lap. You have to no. do exactly. every bit what you can do. And that's education, it's reading books on, you know, like books like that, other books that are on, um, you know, one of my favorite authors is Zig Ziglar, and he talks a lot about uh, Mm -hmm. motivation and having a good attitude, and it sounds kind of high in the sky, but he gives a lot of examples, and um, Zig Ziglar, he has a new program coming out for military, too, where you can download all of his stuff for free if you're military. It's oh, wow, that's awesome, because oh, really? stuff is usually expensive. I need to post that. I'll have to share that with, with you, Pat, because I just, uh, yeah, I, I love, um, and his kind of thing Zig Ziglar always says is if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. Right. Oh, wow, that's powerful. Really cool. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to find that demo site out, too, because <laughs> I've read a couple of his books, and I like free stuff, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can get free stuff from some place that I like. I'll be I'll be cool with that. Even if it's twice as good. So, is there anything else you want to tell us about the new series before? Because I actually have some off-topic questions to ask you. We had some input that we wanted to get from you from some um, current issues in the Navy and things that are going on. So, is there anything else you want to tell us about your new series? Because I know you're also coming out with Join the Navy. Right. So how's that going? Oh, it's, it's going pretty good. I think. I don't know. I don't have anything to support that, but I think the PAO was so uh, irate when he called me because uh, <laughs> I'm making a cartoon about recruiting. Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll find was, out. Irate's a good word. Take it. Yeah, he was. He was kind of irate. Irate, kind of. Always a irate. <laughs> it's yes. going to be funny. It's not going to be just. Um, oh, they're just yeah, worried. Exactly. Exactly. Worried. I'm not. I think they're. they were. You know, they might be. And I don't know. But this they're is getting their underwear all the tizzy. They're just. They just yeah. need to relax. It's, it's just going to be the truth, you know, just like a <laughs> Which is truth. why I think it's they're worried the, about Yeah, that's, that's why they're nervous. <laughs> no. You know, I think they might, they might be able to get vindictive or, you know. Or reveal a little too many, you know. Slanderous. Yeah. But I'm, it's, it's just going to be funny. Okay. I, I think it's good. Would you like to give out your website and information so everybody yes, can I want buy to ask DVDs? About the DVDs. Do we still yeah. do you still have DVDs? Yeah, absolutely. DVDs okay. are selling quite well, and you can buy a DVD at my website, tubedays.com. And the days is spelled D-A-Z-E. Yes, with a Z. Yeah. So if you have, if your sailor is getting ready to go underway, and you're, you know, trying to figure out what you can put in this halfway <laughs> box, or in the little care package, order mm-hmm. the um, the tube days. Video or you know, hey shipwreck video. It is also so funny. It's great. It has and it has stuff on the end of it too. Also, Father's Day is coming up. Oh, that's right. Yes. Father's Day is coming up. Be thinking Ooh, of Father's yes. Day. You know, that's the perfect gift because you know we've all given the kids have all given the ties. You know, the handmade stuff. Yeah, that's all great. But if you give them the Tuesdays um, DVD, you get points. It goes points. towards a good cause. It helps Pat continue what he's doing. Right. It's a good cause. It's bad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, kids, kids, if you don't buy the Hayship DVD for your dad, you don't love him. 
There you go. Children and listening. He will stop, and he will stop loving you. Oh, God. Again, it is not our lawyer you would be contacting. It would be Pat yeah, at Them's just jokes. Them's just jokes. You heard it from Pat Rabby from Hey Step Right. <laughs> now, I actually have um, some off questions that I know you were going to take to the whole, you know, as my husband would say, a whole nother level. Um, sure. So Wendy and Jessica and I were talking about the Navy Times, um, the most recent issue, which I'm sure you probably have already heard of this, who is the uh, the female officer over oh. in Annapolis and her um, after-hour activities as a call girl for a madam. So what? she's... I never heard that. Oh, Pat, are you being sarcastic? I'm, no, I didn't hear that. Well, I'm you didn't hear that. I'm, I'm disconnected from the real Navy right now. Okay, Navy. Okay, well, I just want to let you know oh, there's we a website another, yeah. called www.navytimes.com, we'll oh. <laughs> and they have news on there, and you should read it every day, like just glance through the morning, you know, whatever. But uh, so anyway, so 19 year in officer, what was her rank at? Uh, that they put on there lieutenant commander lieutenant commander she did the whole like started off as a seaman yes yes Um, yes yes seaman yeah kind of like a seaman admiral kind of thing she was prior enlisted but anyway in 19 years an instructor at annapolis and was working she was caught working on the side as a call girl what upset me more than the whole 19 years in the military screwed up by that was the fact that she was only charging $275 for a, a night. <laughs> Other people seem that's to believe that it's, yeah, I'm like, that's you know, a military I, discount. I can. <laughs> you have to show your ID at the door. <laughs> I wonder if different colored cards get you a better discount. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyways. So I understand that more people are upset thinking about, okay, 19 years in, are they going to let her retire? Are they going to let her keep her retirement pay? Or are they just going to kick her out now, you know, after 19 years of service? I personally thought that she should be just kicked out because what an awful example to set. You know, why give her her retirement if she was that completely um, just uh, – she just pretty much, you know, did something – Disgraced gave, the uniform, yeah. Okay. Yeah, disgraced the military. I was going to say yeah. something more inappropriate, but – Disgracing the military, that's a good way of putting it. Um, but I, I understand people are upset about that. I was more upset about the fact that she was doing it for only 275 I thought that was quite cheap. But um, especially compared to the, you know, on the news, it was just, you know, some young call girl for the New York governor is getting like $2,500 an hour. Um, but anyway, so what are, you, what are your thoughts on this being told, this, since you had no idea that it was happening? What, do you think she should keep retirement? Do you think, what, what do you think should be done? Jeez, um, I don't You're know. you on the spot. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, there's all sorts of gray areas there. You know, yes. she yeah. did she serve? Did she serve her military time with you know with honor? Uh, I don't think you used the word dignity and honor. No, I mean, that's the thing. It's like what she does on her off time. Well, it's illegal though, right? It's illegal. I'm not that, you know, okay, well, well versed in the prostitution industry, so no, I don't know. No, we know that prostitutes are illegal, unless you're, I guess, in Las Vegas at the Bunny Ranch. I think that's somehow legal. I'm not really even sure how that's legal. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's pretty illegal, and I think your wife would like okay. you to say, yes, this is illegal and wrong. Well, I mean, I, I'm just trying to look at it subjectively. Gotcha. Um <laughs> <laughs> she, you know, she does something legal. She has to be held accountable, just like anybody so, else who gets caught doing something illegal. Yeah. 
I think okay. there's a lot of great areas too. I got to read into it more. I want to find Jessica out. Jessica wants to dig it. Yeah, she wants to pick at it. I've got to lawyer yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So the next question is, Pat, what do you think is the new, um, the new uniform, the new PT uniforms? Oh, from Task Force Uniform, or as I like to describe it, Navy's Fashion Department. Yeah, what do you think about that? <laughs> I, 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 personally, I'm I'm indifferent. So it's like, you know, why do we need a Navy, you know, Navy PT uniform? Uh, so maybe they're just jealous they're, of the Marines. They're happy, you know, if they want me to wear, you know, the PT uniform, and they, you know, that's fine because, uh, you know, one of my motivations out here is to not be, you know, hassled. So I'll do it, but it's just like, you know, it makes no difference to me if I'm wearing a, you know, a PT uniform or my just my regular PT gear. Well, I know that I enjoyed the, I have to say that, though, the Navy, it's just so funny when I look at the Navy's versus the Marines, because, you know, working on base, I, I go in there, and especially if you go in early, we have the Marines doing their PT right in front of the window as they run by, and we have floor-to-ceiling kind of windows in our office. Yeah. So we sit there and enjoy our coffee and tea while we can watch the Marines run by in their itty-bitty little silkies yeah. and their very tight T-shirts. And then you've got the Navy, and oh, it's just very disappointing, I think. Yeah, you, you know. I'm disappointed. There's, there's certain communities in the Navy that can get away with that, like seals and divers. divers. Uh, you know, swig, I movie, love dive shorts. I just want to say that. <laughs> Those you know, are uh, sent from heaven. Yeah, dive shorts. The rest of us that are on the three mile a year club, you know, <laughs> we need to have a little, little more flexibility in the types of clothes that we're permitted to wear while we're PTing. Now the PT gear isn't that only for like organized PT, like you know when you're doing it with the command, with your command. Yeah. You don't have to do that on your off time. Going no. Right. Right. Well, right. It's just with the command. Just when they do the PT, like they actually go in the morning and are scheduled, I think, a PT, you know, kind of thing. It would be their uniform. Because normally, you know, I see the Marines go by, and then, like, this is horrible to say, Lord, I apologize for this comment. But then we see, like, the Navy huffing and puffing behind them, like, straggling. Like, you see, like, the first couple of front runners go by, and then you see the other guys with, like, the Budweiser T-shirt on, you know, and, you know, the, the cargo shorts down to their knees and just look like they've never run a day in their life. So I think it will make them look maybe like they PT more. Is that awful? I think it will make them look better if they're Sorry. organized. <laughs> okay. I don't I'm know better. what to say to that. I'm just <laughs> like, maybe it will make them look faster. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I miss about going underway is because my normal cycle when I was on the boat was I was on Trident, so I did the whole blue crew, gold crew thing. And when I go underway, you know, not too much stuff to do in your free time, so one of the things is work out. You know, work out, watch movies, work on college. Um, but then when I get back back home, it's like, oh, there's lots of stuff to do now. I spend time with my wife, you know, and do this and be lazy. And so I'd get out of shape when I when I was an off crew, and then I'd go underway again and get back in shape, and then uh, you know come back get out of shape, and it was a good cycle for me. And now I've been you know on shore for two years. And, Uh-oh. Yeah, How's it looking? I've gained about. 35 pounds? No. You need to join us on our fitness quest. I should. Maybe we should send you I keep trying to start back up, but it's just, you know, I start off for a little bit, and it gets difficult, and, yeah, if I had something, somebody, uh, yeah, we're not gender gender specific. We're, um, we're on this fitness quest thing, and our goal is, um, 
we want to run like a half marathon, maybe even a marathon one day, at least a half marathon. Yeah. We, we're serious. We're well, like, we're going to be yeah. in a marathon. We just don't know if we're running in the marathon yet. <laughs> we might yeah. be running water to the people. We back. might be walking. Um, I might be taking. We might take turns pushing each other in a stroller. We're not really we sure how yet. Like the Marine Corps marathon. That's our goal. That's, yeah. We're just right now be in the marathon. <laughs> I would like to say we are. We are, Wendy. We are. Yes, we are. Yes, I, I, we are. I just want my I just want my uniforms to fit again. I don't want to run no marathons. You know, nothing is scarier than standing in line. Nick, my husband gets so mad at me. I've told this before. He gets so mad at me because I'll see a guy that is not, as they put, looking good in the uniform anymore, and the buttons start to bulge. Oh, no. Why are we talking about this? I always hide behind my husband, and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's going to (laughs) blow. And he gets so Um, mad at me. I I used to make fun of the guys on the boat whose poopy suits actually kind of were fitted. <laughs> the coveralls, and I think I tried my poopy suit on like six months ago, and I was Uh-oh. very mad. <laughs> okay, so, so we're gonna keep you updated on our fitness stuff, Pat. Maybe you'll join us. Yes, definitely. We'll um, we'll have updates, and we're um, we 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 need to do this. It's just we are gonna do. It. In fact, we have another person actually in our um, chat thing asking, "Is there really a fitness quest? Could other people join?" And she yes. says, sorry, it's my first time tuning in. So what we need to tell people is right now, tentative date is the 29th is going to be the release and the really big kickoff of our fitness challenge. Cool. So we're working on it, and we've already started working out, so we encourage everyone to start doing their own things, start changing your eating habits, and we are going to try to do a little bit more starting on the 29th. Hopefully our yes. show will I'm be our fitness show. Class. We'll talk about that next week. You know, that's a whole show in itself, yeah. Wendy, and her step class. But I have one more question for okay. um, Pat. Uh, we are talking about doing, you know, we did our Operation Dinner Out last year, and we were talking oh. about having our second annual Operation Dinner Out, and yes. you were talking about heading down this way in the fall. And I was yes. going to say, if we can finagle it, that you come down around the same time, would you be a guest at our Operation Dinner Out? Yeah, absolutely, you, I would. Now, you do realize before – well, wait, you might not wait. wait a minute. Wait, no, hold on. The disclaimer is – I mean, and, and your wife will have to be – oh, it would be awesome if you could bring your wife because I just want to say that you will literally be in a room with approximately 100 women. And the long pause. <laughs> so, I mean, I've been with my wife for almost 10 years. They all look the same now. Oh, that's a good answer. Good answer. Hello, Francis. She has me trained very, very well. They all look the same now. Well, no, not that it would be a threat, but the fact, would you want to endure a night with 100 women? I mean, there will be live music and dancing. Hopefully they won't, like, put you up on the table or anything inappropriate, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they probably wouldn't want to do that. Anyway, but um, I'm the type of guy who just wants to – you know, try something first and then say whether I liked it or not. Okay, good. Yeah, well, just I'm don't say it publicly if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can like say, man, that was totally lame. Now I've got, <laughs> I've got first-hand experience. <laughs> Next time you can just cool. tell us that we have to call your people. Then we'll know. Yeah, you, that's right. Oh, okay. I might be scheduled difficulties. What do you think of the thing last week? Well, why don't you contact my peoples about that and I'll let you know. I'm not able to say it's time. Yeah, that'll be good. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show and you putting up with us, and you always are entertaining. Oh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, Thanks for having me. 
And thanks yeah, for such a I great hope, show. I know. I hope we'll <laughs> be able to trim the interview, Pat. We'll take off the front end and we'll send it to you. And if you want to, and some of the middle and some of the end. And <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll let you put it on your website if you want to, and so people can uh, learn a little bit more about about your personality and you know the uh, the voice behind the the cartoon. Definitely. And, I think I have enough like uh, uh, enough stuff in my in my record to put a press page on the website. So. Ah, that'd be awesome. Yes, yep. you need that. You need to do that because you never know. I mean, sometimes there are these military conferences that run around, and they do look for speakers. Yep. You know, you'd be a good one. You would be an excellent right. speaker. That's right. <laughs> Get a couple of rum and cokes to me, and I'll, I'll be the entertaining the whole night. You know that's what, went, but that's what went wrong on ours too. I had, um, I only had one drink. It was a margarita, and I wasn't even drinking it. You remember that, Wendy? And we were talking about IAs, and I kept saying AA instead of IA. It wasn't good. <laughs> it was not good. It's all right. We needed the laugh. Well, okay, yeah. Pat. Well, right. thanks for coming on the show. We were so happy to have you. Oh, it's happy to be here. And um, we will, um, we'll be in touch, and, and we can't wait to see the second episode of Hey Shipwreck. Yes, that, that will be out on the 28th. I'm putting it on my calendar got, right now. Yes, I am going to be working very hard to get these episodes out every other Monday uh, until November, or rather October, and then November I'll be releasing the Season 2 DVD. Just in time for Christmas. Just in time, Just for, in Christmas. time for Christmas. Very good. And, Pat, you said and the then, next one's going to be on the 28th? Yep, the next one will be out on the 28th. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I've got Join the Navy slated to come out sometime this summer. I've got July kind of as a tentative right now, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes once, once it gets closer to the release date. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thanks, yeah. Pat. And, thanks. And it's and always it's fun to have you on the show. We're just so honored to have you here with us, and we hope you'll come back. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank thanks, you, Pat. Pat. Oh, yeah, I'll catch you later. Bye. That was awesome. We love Pat, don't we? Yeah. I'm going to play a quick promo here, and then when we come back, we'll close the show, and we'll talk about what's coming up next week. All right? Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back, everyone. Here we go. Here we go. This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio. If you have a Navy-related question, visit our website at AskTheChief.com, where we've been keeping sailors informed for over five years now. Welcome back, everyone. Um, coming up on Navy Wife Radio, we're going to have our anniversary show. This is going to be so exciting. Can you believe we've been doing this for a year already? We need sound effects. We need, like, little blowers and we need some streamers. Yes. We need um, balloons popping or, I don't know, something. Uh, balloons popping. That would not be yeah. good. I'm alone. Um, <laughs> no, no, startle me. Let me think. What else could we have? We could have like uh, fireworks. We need, or we just, and we want to welcome. We want to definitely welcome everyone to calling in to um, all of our friends and people that we've gotten to know over the years, and all of our listeners. And we would love for you to call and tell us your favorite parts of the show. Um, we'd love to have you say happy anniversary. So keep that in mind. Yeah. So that's coming up on next week's show. That's what we're going to be doing. The anniversary show. And um, if you have a topic or a guest that you'd like to discuss on Navy Wife Radio, you can email us at admin at NavyWifeRadio.com. That's admin at NavyWifeRadio.com. And, uh, and then in May, 
uh, we are launching our new show, My Mil- or Military Life Radio. With, and it's going to be a guy show geared towards active duty, so we're really excited about that. Well, my military life isn't going to. It kind of sounds like that was going to. Be, that's not the guy show. That's going to be the the name of our network, and we're going to have a guy show, just like we have Navy Wife Radio, right? Is that what you're that's saying? Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have. So we are now a going to be like a network, and we're going to be my military life network, and then we are going to have shows listed under it, just like anybody else's network. So we're going to have Navy Wife Radio. We're hoping to have some other branches, and we're going to have our very first, what Wendy was saying, our guys show. Very exciting. Yeah. So that's coming in May, and that's going to, you know, Pat is going to be a part of that. So we're really excited about it. We've got a couple of the chiefs from Ask the Chiefs that are going to come on that show. And it's just really going to be completely different than, you know, what we do here. It's going to be geared towards the active duty, um, you know, your husbands out there that are, you know, for the, the spouses that are listening to us. So, yeah, so I'm sure that it's going to be very colorful and a lot of fun. So, just keep on the keep uh, stay tuned for the information on that. We are going to release it. I think it's the fifteenth, the middle of May. I won't put the exact date out yet because I need to confirm with them. But it's the middle of May that's coming out, and we have about a minute left. So, do you guys have anything else before we go? Well, I wanted to add when you said about questions, I wanted everybody to know that we really do. When they, when Wendy mentioned, if you have any questions, things you want to discuss on the show, we really do that. I mean, we've answered questions from everything from. How do I take a sexy picture for my husband? To how do I stop crying? So we both do both the fun and the serious questions, and uh, we will talk about just about anything except um, debating the war and politics. That's pretty much the only thing we won't touch. So if you have a question, um, we'd be happy to talk about it with you or for you. So if it's anything really serious too, I'd recommend contacting um, maybe a doctor or a trained professional. Yeah, we have that disclaimer at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if it, but you can ask us and we will refer you. So if you don't know if it's too serious or not to discuss, just ask. There's there's no. Um, oh, I did have one quick question that I'll put out really quick um, before we go. <laughs> if you don't know your, who your ombudsman is, someone emailed us that question this week, Marie. Yep. This person was looking for their um, their family support group or spouse group, and if they didn't they didn't know who their ombudsman was, I'm guessing their husband's at sea. They can go to their fleet and family office and ask that question, and they'll be able to put them in contact with their ombudsman. Oh, okay. See, I told them to call the quarter deck of the base because they, they will can also do that. Do that. Too, yeah. But um, you know how that goes. You know, who knows who answers the phone on the quarter deck and how long that could take. But it, <laughs> family, they'll, they'll, they'll have that easy access for you, that information. So. All right, everyone. Well, we're going to close our show. Um, We're so happy that you listened to us today. Um, You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, and you can listen to it on demand whenever we have a new episode. We're live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Our show tonight was sponsored by thesubreport.com, your daily source for submarine news and events, so head on over to thesubreport.com. Our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the authors, and should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. Um, I did want to mention, too, for ombudsmen that are listening, our podcast is listed on Military OneSource under the podcast section. So if you're curious just who these Navy wife people are, um, you can find us on Military One Source. So uh, they've obviously checked us out and thought we would 
So we are actually able to be referred, which is so great about being a military one source. We can, you know, husbands can refer us, wives group, uh, presidents can refer us. That's and you great. can print off that page, yeah, with all of our information. All right. Well, thanks, Jessica, for coming on again. Thank you. Time. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Marie, you got anything else? No, that's about it. Thanks, for everybody in the chat room for joining us and talking. I noticed a lot of the wives, they were talking amongst themselves, too, and networking and getting to know each other, asking each other questions. I think that's Isn't awesome. That awesome? Yeah, know. so I thanks, everybody, that. for being in the chat rooms. Thanks for all the great questions. And we will be here same time next week, 9 p.m. Eastern. Yes. And you've been listening to Navy Wife Radio. You can visit us online at NavyWifeRadio.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. Close.